Okay, so people had some feedback, uh-huh. um, specifically about the way that we talked about our expectations of um, Starfinder not having magic. Uh, the main feedback was, what do you expect when this is the Paizo answer to Spelljammer? I would like to say that I at no point think that I said that it's like a surprise that there was magic, just how it was straight, like the same, like the same spells with very little mm-hmm. editing, like very little to make them unique. And yeah, that was my issue with it. I honestly don't remember what we said about the magic, but also I, thought- I feel like if your rebuttal to any critique we have is, yeah, but it's like the counter to this other thing. If we didn't pick up on that, then that means that our critique is probably more genuine than yours because we're not automatically comparing it to something that we have been primed to compare it to. I think the one that, that we were talking about was my one question was, uh, how do you like differentiate space magic and like normal fantasy magic? So I responded to them and I, I will include their, um, their feedback in an upcoming episode. So like we might rehash this portion, but my response was just that it'll come out in our review uh, for Starfinder. But we felt that it, it was a bit that it was like a straight copy. We didn't feel like it needed an entirely new sold system to do what it did. We thought it could have been an add-on, like Spelljammer was an add-on. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to look at it. uh, Yeah, I'll be totally, like, open and honest. I'm, like, quite unfamiliar with Spelljammer. Um, So, it's the same thing. Okay. Maybe it's, I think it's a little bit more fantasy-based, like, less less tech, but, like... It's the same. Yeah, yeah it's, it's more sci-fantasy than this is where this is yeah. kind of just trying to be sci-fi, but it's close enough. Okay, fair enough. But again, like, if... Because I don't think any of us made that comparison, like, first and foremost up front, and, like, I don't know, I'm very unaware of it, I don't think that it, it's fair to be like, uh, but that's because this other system did it poorly. Like, well, just because they did it poorly doesn't mean that you should do it poorly. You should be better. Yeah, I don't think that was... Uh, I don't think that was the criticism. I think it was basically just, like, if we're going to complain that it is this, like, we have to realize what they're trying to do is exactly that. And, like, our expectations not being met is on us, not on them. It was an interesting comment. Like, I don't disagree. I just feel like what we were trying to argue is that the price and the selling point didn't actually do what it was trying to do yeah. right like if i already own and i do i already own pathfinder first edition why am i buying a completely second book when it just adds space yeah when really all you need is the space combat rules <clears throat> yep and like the extra added on stuff like and we're gonna find this out in um uh, our next batch which i won't reveal yet mm-hmm. but like we have that conversation of like this is an add-on hint, uh, and it actually does a better job of that. Yeah. 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 I think that both sides have validity. I think what the the one guy saying is right, but I do also agree with Kate. If you're gonna set out to do something, you should always set out to do it better if someone's already done it before you. Because why are you doing it then? We don't need you to do it if it's been done. <clears throat> but I also get that if your only goal was to legitimately just make this in your system. Then they did what they set out to do, and our judgment doesn't matter to them. They did what they set out to do. 
but also we're not wrong in our feeling of, I mean, you still could have done more. Like, there's no reason why you couldn't have. There's no reason to not make it more. To me, it just felt like almost like false advertising or like like bad packaging with a sweet picture that has a shitty thing on the inside because it was like they renamed the classes to like cool stuff like Technomancer. It's like Technomancer spells. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And it's just like detect magic. Oh, but so I'm just a sorcerer then. But also detect tech. <laughs> but also, and I think this is uh, going to be my my final comment on the thing. People are buying it and having fun, so who cares what the fuck we say? (laughs) (laughs) We're just four dudes sitting in our rooms critiquing something how we feel. It should not matter how we feel on other people's opinions of a system. Yeah, we're four guys with a little bit of healthy arrogance enough to feel like our opinions (laughs) need to be heard. And we just put it out there. So feel free to be like, nah, that ain't it, guys. Cool. (laughs) We're not going to fight you on this. You're right, and we're right because it's just opinions. Okay, okay. I was listening to an episode that we recently recorded uh, and released today. And in it, I was a little bit negative about our show. Mm-hmm. And now you guys are. So I'm going to tell you to rein it the fuck in. I'll write that <laughs> down. Um, actually, honest. you don't have to mark that one down. I have decided if everyone's okay with it, this is going to be a full swearing episode. Because it opens with, he fucking murdered her. So I think that that's fair. <laughs> But also, I'm, I'm not being board. negative about it. I'm being realistic. <laughs> I'm going to come to our defense and say, we have people who look at us for reliable reviews on what we're looking for and what we're looking to avoid seeing in systems. Yeah, and if our opinions align with theirs, they're great. we're great reference for those people. And for people whose opinions don't align with ours, go find a group of dudes that do do that. Like, still listen to oh, us. I thought you are going to be a lot more no, crass no. about that. Go don't, jump in the lake. It works, right? Like, we, like, you're well, like, we all yeah. can have different opinions, and if ours don't align with you, then uh, we might be the podcast for oh. you. But if we are still, that's great. I'm happy that you're willing to listen to differing opinions and take them all in. That's a great way to be. And I think that's a good, like, let's ground ourselves in the reality of the show that we're doing. And anybody who does, like, editorial style stuff like this of, like, we are not going to appeal to everyone. That's okay. People are going to disagree. That's okay. Yeah. And fuck you if you disagree. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're banning you from our podcast somehow. We need to get in contact with Spotify and all of these other pod people. And we're going to get you banned somehow. That's the way it's going to go. Yeah, that's the it. Pod people. We're the we're the heel podcast again. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for that as a podcast idea. By the way, if we ever do a secondary one, we're definitely doing it fully from a heel perspective. <laughs> just dicks about everything. <laughs> You're just wrong. I don't care. I don't want to hear your opinions. You're just wrong. Simple as that, man. Oh, that would be a fun like mini like Patreon thing where we take like even systems we love and we just shit on them. Just everything we don't like about them. Just <laughs> yeah. Hey D and D, fuck you quickly. and your inspiration. Uh... <laughs> it's very quickly becoming a Patreon only episode. But mm-hmm. and with that, welcome to our Christmas special. Yes. We hope you didn't put this on while you were cooking in your kitchen with all your nieces, nephews, and little. I hope you around, did. But, hey, I hope you did. <laughs> They're gonna learn. Some today. of us have different. Timmy, some of us you. have different Christmas standards, I guess. Um, oh gosh. Okay. Well, all my family's adults. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Sa- Santa's real for the purposes of like the next couple minutes. Santa's oh, real for the next like thirty uh, seconds. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hi. My name is Ruin Ortega, and I'm the host of Cantrips and Coffee. And uh, this gang of hoodlums, uh, who are well beyond hoodlum age, is uh, the cast of Cantrips and Coffee. And I don't know what I'm doing right now, but that's okay, uh, because I don't have to. Jaden is going to be running our Christmas special tonight, and I'm going to turn it over to him so I can stop talking. Hi, I'm Jaden, the people you obviously, the people, the, the person people. you all want to come and listen to. I'm so good, I deserve multiple people positions. It's simple as that. I make up five people in this cast. We are a cast of eight. Um. Little do they know that you're actually everybody, and we just put on different voices. When you say you don't do voices, it's because you're already tired from doing three others. Yep. This is a solo podcast, and nobody knows it. Man, I never thought about that, but like, totally... I want to make like a Mike Myers style one person, five people podcast. Just the nutty professor in podcast form. Like, oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> but oh. don't reveal it until like six never months in. Like, like, literally never. <laughs> See if they can figure it out. Oh, man. That's genius. Okay. To end our brainstorming, let's get into this. We are playing. I wrote that one down for the books. <laughs> the Patreon content. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. I'm not really worried. If they didn't hear the title, that's on them. An RPG about murder. It is a fun, another one-page system. That's what I do. I don't got time to learn all these words and books. One page and that's it. I don't need any outline even barely. I write nothing. This is all out of my head and ignore the book sitting in front of me. It has nothing written in it whatsoever. Um, But the premise of this game is you are familiars of a witch, a witch hunter has come along, and as the rules itself says, fucking murdered her, um, and now she's dead. And so you have to get revenge and take that fucker's eyes, because as far as you understand, that's the only way to bring her back. And hell, it might not even, but at least he's dead. Everyone plays a small, cute little woodland creature. Ours will be shifted to somewhat arctic although most of the animals already exist in Arctic or sub-Arctic areas. So we only changed a few, one of which was is an optical illusion, in my opinion, in the rules. It's the magpie. But that thing's definitely a magri, as far as I'm concerned. I, I spent 10 minutes trying to Google that. I Googled it. I Googled it, and if you put magri into Google, the only thing that pops up is people talking about this system going, what the fuck is a magri? <laughs> I'm not the only person that got tricked. <laughs> Does nobody, like, know their birds? I don't get it. The, the it the, yeah, if you I look at it, a, the, the I and the no, P I are see. smushed. Yeah. I can't really see how it can be seen as an R. I but should I, have like, seen I read it once and then I was like, oh, no, magpie, that makes sense. It's right by the crow. Like, <laughs> yep. That would have been the easier solution. Nope. Magri. People just... Get confused, but yeah. I like this way better. Also, I was very, very surprised to see that this was just like handwritten. I was like, hmm, it didn't even take the time to, to print it. Didn't even take the time to, to crop it, it properly. On the right hand side at the bottom, words are cut in half. Hey, I can't remember who writes the system, but this guy produces a ton of one page systems, and he always does it. This is his style. I do agree. Yeah, I think it could it looks be great. I do too. Way, it's just I fun. like the style and design of it for sure. Um,. But yeah, so you guys all play small little animals. Each of them gets one basic spell, something like speak to human, make flame, tidy clean and mend, just little bits of hedge magic. Who knows how they're going to use them to kill this guy, but they got to figure out how to. Um, and yeah, so, outside of that, it's simple. Roll a d10 for any task. The DM simply breaks it down into one of the four stats, clever, fierce, sly, or quick, and gives you a ranking of six to ten, and you have to roll over it. 
So if we don't get the speak human spell, we can't like talk to the other people, right? Yeah, you guys will be animals okay, cool. standing in front of them. I like that. But can, are we assuming that all animals can speak to each other, regardless of species? The rule breaks. <laughs> I think it's actually spe- specified in this. Um, you guys all have a link to each other and are able to communicate regardless gotcha. of species difference. That. Okay. But outside that. of that, if you run into any other animals, you have to be of somewhat similarity. I'm willing to be a little bit loose with it. I feel like a dog could probably talk to a wolf or gotcha. like a rat can talk to a mouse. But I don't think if, if you, you know, if a toad was walking around, if none of you are a toad, I don't feel like you have a lot of opportunity to chat. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, I believe we had planned to just roll our characters, so we might as well get into that. It's real simple. They roll yeah. a d10 for their animal. They roll a d10 for their spell. And that's character creation. I am a on, baby seal. I am a hare. I uh, just don't want to be a toad. Oh. I'm a toad. I'm a hare that can speak human. <laughs> I'm the Easter bunny bitch. <laughs> but I did roll a one. Nice. Fox ain't bad. Fox, toad, and Kate's I'm a hare. Cat? Hair. You're a hare. I'm the Easter bunny. I speak human. Um, so I think actually two people do have the benefit of being species that actively camouflage themselves in a snowy environment I, as an arctic fox and an arctic hare would so keep yeah. that in mind while you guys are playing if that ever comes to your advantage I'm also hella fast and I got the distract slash confuse magic spell that feels very foxy that seems good that seems good so we've got speak human distract and confuse and what did you get ruin for a spell Man, I'm still trying to, like... <laughs> I just gotta roll them? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, just a d10. Just a d10 Don't get a pick. And a d10 for your spell. The one underneath it, right? Yep. Uh, I got Unseen Hand. Ooh, nice. So, cool. Mage Hand. That's my Sweet. guess of what that meant. I don't know what else it is. Or else it's just a way to, you know, be extremely inappropriate <laughs> to people, but I don't that's think that's say, what I want to do. They call with. it the Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Well, you guys managed to miss some of the interesting ones. I don't see how much Conjure Light would come into it. Speak Human would be great. Lock and Unlock probably. Oh, you did get Speak Human. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lock and Unlock might have helped. Who knows? You guys will have to figure that out yourself. Um, Make Flame seems to be the funnest one, in my opinion. But of course it is. We had enough of that Um, with Carl. (laughs) That's fair. We needed somebody to be a little different. Okay, well, I think that's enough of a build-up. Are you guys ready to get into this? Uh, do we need names? Um, yeah, yeah, you can name your guys' people. I should probably make note of that. I'm gonna be Jack, like Jack Rabbit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cuddles the Fox. <laughs> I was gonna be Cuddles regardless of what species I was. <laughs> Cuddles the Toad. Actually been kind of funny. I'm Todd the Toad. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> okay. So, let's get into it. We're going to set a nice little scene here. You guys open up on a pistr... A pistrect. <laughs> a pistrest. I think I was vaccinated for that. poor village. <laughs> a what? Don't you wait. You'll run into a piss poor village. But this one is glorious. It is as Christmassy as Christmas can be. There are little elves scampering throughout getting ready it's getting close to christmas they're on their crunch and let's be honest santa runs a hard hard house he will make you work to the bone if he needs to 
You got to get those presents out there, and there's only more kids each year. How else are you going to make it work? Um, so they're all out there busy. Santa is taking a break. He's just grabbing a quick rest in his hut. It's nothing fancy, just a quick place to grab a sleep. You guys are in there hanging out with him, as you always would, his finest of familiars, just keeping an eye on him and whatnot. And suddenly, Krampus kicks in the door, stabs him right in the heart, and books it right out of there. Before you guys have a chance to even process what happens, he's at the door, and he throws in a little present, saying, Now I can whip those little brats into shape without your counterproductive spoiling! And slams the door shut. Flies out. You guys don't know which way he's went. Um, you look at the present. It's tiny. It doesn't look like almost anything could fit in there. A couple inches each way. And it starts to shake and rattle. And you're not sure what's going to happen. But suddenly it pops open. And inside of it, it's a jerry can. Far too big to possibly fit in there. You don't know how he got it in there. But whatever. You do notice a rag hanging down from the spout. And it appears to be on fire. What do you guys do? Uh, First of all, Todd's super surprised and his mouth is just gaping. He tried to grab a fly and then that happened and he just dropped it and his tongue's just like laying on the snow. Uh, Jack is going to act quickly because he's a rabbit and that's what he does. Uh, And he's going to try to grab the jerry can and take it outside real quickly into the snow. Okay. Um, Currently, there's no easy access outside. Crap shut the door. And all the windows would be cold because it's winter outside. Okay, then can you just take the rag out of the jerry can? <laughs> you can go for it. Absolutely. Um, I would say that that's a quick chance because you're trying to beat um, the rag. I would say to beat a flame up a rag is fairly fast. So I think that's a challenging difficulty. All right. Like an eight seems fair on the quick. I mean, that's what you're good at. Uh, I, rolled, speed. I rolled an eight, but my quick is also three. So I got 11. You're set. Yeah. There goes my whole plan. You've solved the first solution. You go and you quickly pull out that rig, and you th- nothing else happens. The jerry can sits there. I mean, you have now a burning rig in your hand, but that's probably relatively easily dealt with. Slap it down. Stomp on it a bit. Uh, would I take a danger for that? Would you consider that have been a dangerous move? Da- um, I believe danger only occurs if you fail the task. If it's a dangerous task, yeah. If the oh, task okay. is dangerous, you gain a point of danger if you fail. So oh, okay. No issues there at okay. that point. Yeah, that's obviously very dangerous. You just ran out <laughs> no, of fire bomb. Yeah. That's quick thinking, absolutely. <laughs> um, so you guys are sitting in there. You see poor Santa just laying there still. It almost, you could imagine he was sleeping if not for the giant knife sticking out of his chest, weeping blood profusely. But he does seem peaceful. Is he dead already? Or is he still dying? Oh, man, that was a quick shot. He hit him right where he needed to. He got through that spine and anything else that was in the way. Okay. I would like to use my foxy sense of smell to, like, go sniff outside the door and see if I can pick up any traces. Um, Well, you would have to find a way to get outside of the door, but after that, that's absolutely window. Nope, all the windows are currently closed. Santa likes it warm. Is there a small, like, hole somewhere along the floor? Um, I mean, give me a, give me a sly check. Uh, we'll say that that's simple because you're just looking around a room. Uh, eight. Eight. Yeah, you, you look around and you do see a hole, but it's a very small hole. It's definitely not a fox-sized hole. Maybe not even a hair-sized hole. That's maybe, you know, a big rat could fit through there at most. 
We've got a toad-sized hole. I I think a toad could (laughs) squeeze through. I was thinking that, or I could try to use my tongue to, like, open the window latch. If only you had a magic hand spell. (laughs) 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 That you could open the door. (laughs) Maybe. You don't say. (laughs) But hey, if you want to lick it, man, I don't, like, kink shame, whatever. Everything. (laughs) He's a toad. It's like his one thing. Don't get in the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do the the unseen hand thing thing. Sounds good. I feel, as far as I understand, there's not really any rules around casting the spell. So I think as long as you're using the spell to do something as basic, like an unseen hand can obviously open a door. That seems basic. I don't think there's much need for a roll there. Okay. Yeah. That sounds fair. I mean, if you want to roll, I can one. make you roll, I mean, and I can call I just it dangerous, feel like I've, too, if you want. I just feel like I have this die in my hand, and I have nothing to do with it now, so I'm just... I mean, you'll have worry. an opportunity, don't you worry. I, I mean, I guess but maybe uh, you won't, but you should have an opportunity. I mean, it was a nine? Ooh, you have never seen a door open smoother. <laughs> You're not even sure the doors knew how to be opened until now. It was beautiful. <laughs> Orchestrated music sang out as you opened this door. And you guys do see, as soon as you open the door... Very clear tracks. A fresh snow had just come in this mo- you know, this morning. It's quite clear to see which direction he has went in, at least at this time. Okay, I want to sniff yeah. those tracks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get, get right in there, you sniffer. I, I'm assuming you're just trying to get a good idea for what his scent would be like as soon as. Yeah, you can. and to see if I can follow it through the snow or anything. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I would say that that is probably a clever check, in my opinion. I think Roger. that's simple. You're just trying to pick up a guy's... Yeah, absolutely. Who even cares what ranking I set it at? You would have beaten <laughs> everything. Um, yeah, you've, you've got a good sense for a smell. Currently, at this moment, you don't feel as if you need that because you can see these see the tracks. footprints in front of you at the moment, but you know what he smells like, and if it ever needs to or the track goes cold, you're set. All right. Ooh, I just realized that I would have gained a point of dangerous for using my magic. Is that what it says? Yeah, oh, using it says magic using is magic always is always dangerous. dangerous. And so I guess they do want you to roll for it, too. Hmm. Okay, well, you would have succeeded. What do I add? Yeah, you would, um, there's the current danger beside your each stat there, and you just keep a track of it. And if you ever roll under your stat, uh, or under your uh, current danger, you have something bad. You're dead, trapped, lost, or captured. What would you say that I add for my um, modifier for magic? Um, Clever? Might just be a straight magic roll. Yeah, I don't. I feel like it would almost just be just a D10. Like I, I, I okay. guess clever because it I'm is kind that. of. Well, it's mostly around humans. Yeah, it doesn't really the, give a specific rule of what you the might. The way roll. I read it, because they don't say anything about rolling, is that just any time you use magic, you just gain a point of danger. If the task is dangerous, you gain a point of danger if you fail. If you ever roll equal to or under the danger, you seem that. Yeah. Um, using <clears> magic <throat> is always dangerous. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way to take it, absolutely. If you if you use your spell, you automatically increase your danger, even if you don't have to roll to use said spell. Okay. I'm fine with that. Good, good. Um, so yeah, you guys are standing out front. Um, seemingly, <clears throat> Krampus managed to get by all of these elves. They're all too focused on their work, and they've... Santa likes to work a little, sleep a little bit further away. It's quite noisy during these times. So no one seems to be too disturbed or worried about what's happened. They don't, as far as you can tell, don't know what's going on. Uh, I'll go and alert the elves, I guess. Let them know that Santa's dead. They'd probably have the night off. <laughs> the, the head elf. We gotta look for the head elf. This is gonna be pandemonium. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. There's got to be like a fail safe. Like a, I don't know. There's that whole like Santa army that goes to malls and stuff. Maybe we can call up one of them. Where is Tim Allen? <laughs> um, so you guys do know the village fairly well. It's not an issue. You guys are, as I've said, Santa's favorite familiars. You go where he goes. Um, so you know quickly and easily how to find the head elf. He's, you know, about as old as they come. You've never seen someone build a tool faster, yet somehow eat a meal or walk anywhere slower. It's crazy. He's apparently left all of his skills in just making toys. It's, it's a wonder. As he's sitting there, you walk up on him, and he's wa- whopping out a train like every second. It's crazy. No one else is nearly this fast. Um, he sees you guys walk up, looks at you, thinks it's a little weird he doesn't see Santa, but that's about as far as he's got. How do you interact with him? What's his name? His name is Steve. Do elves he is not very Christmassy? Do elves have like the magic ability to speak to animals like Santa does, or do we need to speak human elf? I mean, I would assume human. They talk to to Santa, but as far as you know, none of them have any sort of inherent magic enough to allow them to communicate with you guys. <clears throat> okay, uh, I cock my head to the side like dogs do when they're just like really amused by something, and I just like. Dead eye him. Full on stare. He stares back. He's the, I don't know what you're doing there, buddy. I'm just staring contest. Can I try to speak to him in just like hair? Just to see if he does understand? Because you said that like, we don't know, <laughs> but they're elves. <laughs> um, oh, not hairball, just hair. Yeah, I don't know exactly what <laughs> noises a hair makes to speak hair, but yeah, you could. You could I don't know, what sound does a rabbit make? <laughs> I, yeah. Most them wiggle their nose or whatever, I don't know. Like, yeah, Little grunts, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I did. Didn't one of us get speak human as a spell? Yeah, but it's dangerous, so if they already can speak to us magically, <laughs> I don't want to use it. solve our problem, you get rid of your danger. He does seem to get that you guys are trying to communicate something to him. He's looking at you, he is giving you attention, and you can get that feeling for it, but he's not seeming to get any of like the words you're getting across. He knows that something's going on, that you want him for something. He just doesn't know what you want him for. Okay, I'll use speak human. Shit's fucked, man. Krampus came and stabbed Santa. <laughs> and he looks at you, and like it's almost like he isn't able to process what he's just heard. He's like, what? Oh, for fuck's sake. And I'm gonna go around and like okay? jump up and like kick him with my like hair feet and to push him towards the room where Santa's dead and... Okay, man. Okay, like, okay, take me there. What? Let's go. Um, he follows off with you. Um, you guys walk in there, and he sees Santa laying in a pool of his own blood, and he goes just completely white, and you can see a level of panic that you have maybe never seen on a person. You're not sure if this guy has ever actually had to really think for himself before. He wakes up, he makes toys, he teaches people how to make toys, and then he goes to bed. That is Steve's life. He don't got anything more than that. So he instantly takes off, screaming, bloody murder. They killed him. Those fuckers killed him. I don't know what's going on. We got no more Santa. Panic. (laughs) And as Jody said, pandemonium. Half-finished trains everywhere. Legos, people stepping on them. Ah. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take going my unseen hand and I'm gonna slap Steve until he's like straight, <laughs> and then be like, I don't know, ripping it or croaking. I guess a croak. I'm gonna croak to him like, you don't understand. Like, you need to stop. 
somebody's got to go after Krampus and save Christmas. That's my toad voice. And he doesn't obviously understand anything you're saying because you don't speak human. He's what the heck is going on? He's like trying to focus up. He's like, okay, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I got to organize everyone. And he just takes off from you. I try to grab him by like the leg of the pants and like drag him towards the tracks. Like Um, pointing out that they're of importance. Yeah, you drag him over there. He looks always like, oh, that's going right to Krampus' place. It must, like, I mean, I know it's going to Krampus. You said Krampus. What am I talking about? Um, and he just thinks there, and he goes, I got to get everyone together. We got to, we got to, we got to get together. We got to figure this out. And he takes off. As far as you guys can tell, he doesn't really seem to be the most focused or functional here. You guys have probably the best idea of, you do know okay. you need the murderer's eyes. Like, Santa has informed you of some of his spells and, in some ways, you might be his failsafe um, in case this kind of event occurs. You know he needs his eyes, and that's as simple as that. Okay. We need to, can, can we rally up a mob of elves with torches and pitchforks? <laughs> um, you would need to be able to speak with them, and I feel that that would be more... a near-impossible, um, clever idea i don't feel that these elves have any battle capability or are looking to cause much fight <laughs> they don't, they don't have, have, have their own magic spirit, eh? yeah they could yeah. make yeah. toy yeah. soldiers any <laughs> they could build any weapon only yeah. if it's I a mean, toy though they could be roused but it would take a fine speech to get these men to arm themselves as none of them have probably even picked up a sharp knife they're more you know what? kind of people. Santa uses safety scissors. It's a one shot. I got nothing to lose. I'll try it. <laughs> yeah. Give it. I'm in. Um, so I rolled a six. Um. <laughs> so Steve does manage to get everyone together, and they're all standing in front of you. And as you're about ready to go to let out this amazing speech, you just seem to have forgotten the spell for a second. Like, oh, is it? Is it? Do I move my hand left? Do I move my hand right? And you just aren't even able to get words out. You start going off in this amazing tirade and these tiny noises that almost no one can hear because little squeaks and, and little, you know, nibbles and all that stuff. And they're just staring at you like, what is going on here? And they all just take off, going to do their own thing. You see some people packing bags. You see some people that they cannot think past making toys. They're just going to sit there and make toys until Santa comes and tells them what to do, even if Santa never comes and tells them what to do. They do not seem too inspired to do much, but be scared. They have in, lost their father, more or less. In my mind, my speech was just like the one from Independence Day. Um, all right, guys, I, I guess we're going to save Santa. <laughs> this is our Christmas day. <laughs> Listen, I'm just like looking up like lore about Krampus to try to see how we can beat this bastard. It's kind of creepy. I mean, I've seen the movie, but like... He's intense. I just picture, and I know it's not Krampus, but I picture Dwight Schrute from the Christmas special where he finds out if you're, what is it, impish or admirable? Uh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, you yeah, have been impish. impish. <laughs> yeah, you guys know where the tracks are going. Um, you can't seem to raise the elves. I, I don't know what else you want to try. There's, I mean, whatever you want to go for is possible, but... Yeah. I have no more plans. I say we take the whole follow. sleigh. I mean, are, are any of us close enough to being a reindeer that we could communicate to the reindeer? I've always said fox and reindeer, just like the exact same 
thing. Mm-hmm. That's basically my slogan. I don't know if you could I, talk to him, but he sure wanted to eat them for a while. I it's hard suppressing that natural instinct. I think it would be. Very Fox wants to eat to the them. reindeer. I feel that the reindeer. Oh, yeah, he's a predator. Come on. Yeah, That's but they're like meal. ten or twelve times the size. <laughs> according to Germanic folklore, according to Germanic fo- folklore. Uh, it is customary to offer Krampus schnapps, so we're getting wasted. Gotta hit the liquor cabinet. <laughs> and you know he's got that peppermint schnapps that he's been hiding from the missus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to find schnapps, I think that that would be a reasonable thing to easily find in Santa. Uh, you would know where he would keep that. And on the reindeer question, <clears throat> I would think that they are kind of part of Santa's familiars. How else does he yeah. get them to go where he needs to? I would assume that you could probably, if you went and tried, speak to those deer through the telepathic communication that you guys also use to communicate amongst each other. All right. Love it. Who of us is the most right. clever? I have a one. I have a zero. Two. All right, my foxy oh. friend. I guess you're rallying the troops. <laughs> Foxy. Did they, like, how would they have been close enough to see? Like, are they panicked? Do they know? The deer? Um, No, they're probably kept off in their own little corral space, right? It's probably to the side. They could probably see the panic and are a little worried about what's going on, but I doubt anyone has walked by them and said Santa is dead. Yeah, they're too busy bullying that freak Rudolph. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to go into the house first and grab Santa's hat. And then take it out over to the reindeer. And I'm going to leave it outside the door. I'm going to poke my head in and be like, So, I gotta break some kinda rough news. And then grab the hat with the blood on it. And like throw it into the reindeer pen. (laughs) They're all going to look at it and be like, He got paint on himself? (laughs) Fair play. You guys are pretty innocent. (laughs) Uh, Todd is going to go on the adventure for the schnapps. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, so the reindeer are sitting there. They're wor- wondering. Um, you do know where Santa happens to keep his special stash. He likes to keep it under a little bit of lock and key. He's fairly scared of what might happen if the elves experience anything other than more or less the childlike bliss he leaves them under. Um, so you are able to know where it is. It's in a little cabinet in the back of his shelf. Um, you could easily open it. Um, with an unseen hand, you might have to figure out a different way to open that cabinet. Otherwise, um, and you do know the code. You've seen Santa pump it in a bunch, but H O H O H O. The code is definitely like a tongue thing. All right, and and this is this is just usefulness. This is not a fetish. Not everything right? is a tongue Which thing. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Uh, no comment. When you're toad, everything is a tongue thing. It's all you got. That's going on a shirt. So, <laughs> write it down, Ruin. When you're a toad, everything, everything is a tongue, is a tongue thing. thing. Our merch line is going to be actually- great when we finally launch it. <laughs> uh, so we can quickly cut back. The, the deer are looking quizzically at I'm going this to pick up on what they said about the paint and say... Yes, actually. Santa just uh, needs us to take this somewhere to get it cleaned up. So we're going to need to take the sleigh. But he's not coming along. Okay, I think that is a sly roll because you're trying to convince them of something a little bit different. You're being some sneaky there. Um, 
It's a pretty good okay. one. I don't think they're expecting much. I think you just need to convince them that what you're saying is a true. I think that's a basic. So I'll roll over a seven. I got over a seven. I just got seven. That works. Oh yeah, it's it's okay. equal or over for this system, as far as I understand. Um. So yeah, they're looking like yeah. I mean, the, do you need all of us? It seems like a lot of, of us for a run, but we, we can. We got. We could. We got the big sled. We got the small sled. Who? Do, how many of us do you need? Uh, we're just gonna need uh, Donner and Blitzen in the small sled. Sounds good. And you can see Donner and Blitzen off in the car, like, damn it, man! <laughs> Everyone else gets to sit here, hang out. Like, I know we're good. I know we're the best. But come on, give these guys some practice. As they walk over, they slip their heads into their, you know, accoutrement to be hooked up to the sled, and they await for someone to come and attach them to the sled. The good ones always get punished with more work. It was my turn to give Rudolph a swirly. <sighs> They're just the jocks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we can cut back to Toad, or not Toad, Todd the Toad, making his daring attempt at getting up to the high cabinet and finding that safe. Um, yep. I, I think to get yourself up there, that's probably a quick roll. It's not too hard. Which, uh, it's some shelves and stuff. I think it's a basic. So seven or over. And if I don't? Then you try to get up there, and it is slick. Something about the mucus coming off of your hands does not apparently help you climb in this exact moment as you slide off of the slick area and can't seem to get to the space in the cabinet you are trying to get to currently. So you are okay. sitting on the floor staring up at a cabinet. Okay. Uh, well, I also rolled equal to uh, my danger, so pretty sure that means something bad happens. Um, if you ever roll equal, <laughs> the cabinet closes <laughs> behind you. Now you're stuck in the cabinet. <laughs> I'm dead, trapped, lost, or captured. Yeah, I mean, trap makes the most sense. You are currently stuck in a cabinet, and nobody knows you're there. Uh, is it at least glass? No, it's wooden. They didn't have fire. Oh. He's not that big on the glass game. But I would have known that he was going to get schnapps. Right? Sorry, that yeah, just... yeah. You guys saw him run off. You and and I'm assuming he would. You all know where the schnapps is and stuff like that. You just are expecting him to come back, and okay. at some point he will have not met his timeline. To yeah. Come back. So when he doesn't come back in a timely manner, I'll hop over to go in and check it out. And I imagine he's in there. Probably tonguing the back of the cabinet and like the door is wiggling or something. <laughs> you do hear not everything's a tongue. When thing. you're a toad, everything's a tongue thing. We established this. It's on a t-shirt now. Um, <laughs> you do uh, hear him making a ruckus in the cabinet. Yeah. Okay. Can I try to like jump and like with my teeth grab the cabinet to like open it enough for him? Oh, man. Because I don't have hands that would really work, but I figure I could jump and, like, and then, like, the weight of my jump and momentum will pull it open. I think that it's possible. I do think that that is quite a task, but I think a quick of... a challenging quick, so over an eight, an eight or over would allow that to be possible. So by over eight, you do mean over five, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two and I have a plus three. <laughs> no, and there's a part of me that says I want this to be dangerous, but really all you did was jump off and fall off the cabinet. Um. So I don't really think it's that dangerous. Yeah, you know, you just bounce off of it and you cannot seem currently to get the cabinet open. If only someone had an unseen hand spell. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you just push it open. <laughs> 
<sighs> but then I'm going to get more danger, and this has already got me in trouble. Fine, unseen hand. But it's solving the problem, so that counteracts the danger. Just... Does it? It says it in the rules it, it does. <laughs> I leave it up to the DM. As to what? I mean, you'll take a danger for doing it. That's just the way she... She goes. But will I remove a danger? It says you can lower your danger by solving yes, or running away you from your solve problems. Solve a problem. Absolutely. The problem, the problem is that you're it's trapped. Story points. <laughs> I, I think this is yeah, a reasonable that's... problem. <laughs> I thought I, I agreed with Jody though. I think it's like the specific story points. I feel like you being trapped in a cabinet from... is kind of problems. a story point. Yeah, I guess it does maybe sound you're plural, right. Yeah. right? All right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise it and then lower it. Yep. So it's a net zero. Perfect. Todd's, Todd's just like hyperventilating on the inside. <laughs> even though there's no way this cabinet is airtight. <laughs> <laughs> and even if it was, how much air could a toad possibly consume in, in the 10 minutes you've been trapped there? <laughs> um, you've also yes, been moving you're... the door, which implies the air is coming in and out of it as well. <laughs> is there Listen, Todd. Toad? <laughs> it's, there is. They're called wood frogs, so he's not a toad. He's huh. a frog. And they're not maybe this deep in the Arctic. They're a little bit more subarctic into Arctic regions, but there are every animal on the list, other than um, the the ones that I switched. The, even a magpie still doesn't have the most, but there's Arctic birds. Um, huh. And then the cat are the only two things that really don't have Arctic variants. Interesting. There was a cat. There is Siberian cats, so there is, but I think that those are more of a human creation there's than like, like an actual endemic species. There's like little lynxes and stuff way up there. Anyway, yeah, but like they're getting big. distracted. Like I guess, could you say a cat is you know the same thing? There's as some what is really equal small ones that live up there. Definitely bigger than a cat, but like pretty small. But anyway, this well, frog will freeze anyway, solid in the winter and then just dethaw and go to town. Like, yep. wow, lots of frogs do that. Actually, There's nature's weird, man. Oh, it's wild. There's a reason why I'm a biologist. Humans suck. We're lame. We don't do anything nearly as interesting as most animals do. Boring Other than we're smart. So we, it's pretty cool. We perfected the thumb, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, we've got our features. The boy. I'm way more into animals, personally. That's that fair. sounded a little bit weirder than I wanted it to, <laughs> but whatever. When you're a toad, everything's a tongue thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you guys have opened the cabinet. Um, you still have no access to the schnapps yet. You can see the little lockbox he keeps up in the top of the cabinet. And on the side of Cuddles the Fox, the uh, reindeer are just sitting there waiting to be locked into... Like, they got their harnesses on, they're capable of that. But there is some f more fiddly claps that they will not be able to clap yeah. onto their harnesses. I'll uh, try to do my best. Yeah. It's all we ask, buddy. What do you want for the roll? I mean, it's not hard to access. You're not jumping up to them. You can probably walk on either the, their backs or anything else to get access to it. So I feel that that's probably, I think quick makes the most sense. You don't really have opposable thumbs, but these aren't maybe like, I think these would probably be kind of like more like push on clamps than they would be like a, a sliding opening kind of thing. So mm -hmm. I think that a basic, so a seven or over okay. of quick should do it. Uh, what about a eleven? Um, yeah, you have <laughs> you have clamped those. Like, you don't know if anyone has ever done a better job of connecting these deer. They are like, we are secure, we are ready to go, and they start moving forward a little bit just to check that everything's solid. It seems like you're good to go. You can't imagine that these clamps will ever come undone. People might never get these deer Perfect. off. <laughs> so with us. 
Uh, now that the cabinet is open, can I jump my way up and in to be at the, the lockbox at the top shelf? Yeah, absolutely. I cool. think that that is pretty reasonable. Um, I think that's just a simple task of, of quick. You're okay. a, a rabbit. It's jumping up. It should be easy. 13. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get up there. Sick. That's no problem. Okay. And then... You're sitting in front of the lockbox. Uh, I believe Todd is going to uh, just swallow the bottle. He's a toad, so he's just going to down the hatch and regurgitate it when he needs it. Um, well, you still have to open it. It is a lockbox, and they don't have digital codes in this time. I guess we never did set a time why this exists in the world. I think this should be a modern world. That's why Krappus is calling kids spoiled. So, um... I don't like kids, clearly, everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think with that their there's, Snapchats there's and little, their iPhones. <laughs> there's a nice little touch screen with the numbers on it. Easy enough for a hair to touch with their nose. And I feel like a hair nose is probably the next best thing to a phone stylus. No, no issue. You punch in the code. That's what they make them out of. That's like that top-line Gucci stylus. It's just a little rabbit nose at the end. Uh, Man, that would be so sad. That would be real sad. Anyway, yeah, okay. I put in the code. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you guys. If ga- grab that. I'm assuming you're going to run out and see yeah. the deer. Like, it's easy to... No, we're getting wasted oh, first. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah. I don't know. You I don't know. Todd's got the ball for safekeeping. We're good. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you guys are going to head out and follow the tracks at this point. Yeah. Slay. Mm-hmm. Again, circumnavigate or circumnavigating another obstacle I put in your guys' way. God, I was gonna make you roll for trudging through the snow. Um, so yeah, you take off, and it is beautiful. It is a luxurious ride. The seats are cushy. The deer are making a good clip. You're you're making a great time until you come across one little issue. Somewhere the tracks have been blown over a little bit. Some wind has come through and just made some nice drifts, and you cannot see the path ahead of you. At this moment. So I'm going to point out something from Krampus lore, <laughs> which is that apparently in the original uh, incarnation, he and St. Nick were like besties and uh, they would journey together. And so I feel like based off of that, we would know where uh, he lives because St. Nick has visited before. Also, the elves said that's pointing towards Krampus's cave. Plus, there we go. Uh, oh, Cuddles, uh, I couldn't remember your name, uh, had the scent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be your most useful thing because you guys do know the general direction, but you are in the middle of the Arctic. If you go one degree off yeah. in a direction, you could easily be out in the middle of nowhere, not even remotely where you're looking to be. Hmm. So you do have a general idea, but you don't have a compass and you don't have a map. So you don't know exactly what route you would need to follow to be sure that you would get it. It's okay. There. The reindeers know where every person on the planet lives. I going to say, you're telling me that, that there's no like magic GPS here? <laughs> Can we ask the reindeer? Hey, Blitzen, you know where Krampus lives these days? He's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a forward. I'm not sure exactly how forward, but we're going the right way. Yeah, Good enough for me. Pay attention to the navigation, do you? You guys are the 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 big buff jock reindeer. Yeah, we're just the engines. That's what we do. What uh, what spells did you guys get? Speak human. Speak human. That's right. That makes sense. Distraction and speak human. Nope. 
I don't think unseen hand is the way to go this time. Uh, either. Cuddles can smell I'm them. I'm going to try and follow my nose. Yeah. yeah the absolutely. nose knows. Can we give some sort of bonus to him? Like, is there any way we can help him out? Um, there's not By pushing the smell system. into his nose? Yeah. What are you like? <laughs> if you flap your hands at him, I would say you could get a plus one just for the hilarity of the picture. Deal. You are bringing him as much scent as he could possibly hope for. He is ready to go. I would say that. I think that's clever. You're right. fairly capable smeller. I think that's a basic. I think seven or over. Twelve. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thirteen you, with the bonus. You You're can welcome. smell what he ate for the last three days. You know oh, his whole I itinerary. This. I don't want you this. You know what body, uh, what deodorant he's wearing. And you get a faint smell of a lot of old people. You're not really sure why. You don't think it's his smell. You get like, it feels like it's a secondary smell. But you, you have this feeling of a lot of old people. The boomers oh have joined cahoots with Krampus. And Krampus lives in a retirement home. <laughs> oh, of course he uses axe. Oh, but yeah, you guys managed to know, like, you've got a good angle on this. You've managed to knock out any possible error here. You keep going, and you do eventually quickly pick up the tracks again. But you didn't even need them. You know where you're going. These are pointless now. Um, as you guys take off and head towards the village again. Um... You, Matt, you come across this hill, you crest over it, and sitting in front of you is a pretty crummy-looking village. It is a pretty sad-looking little space. The buildings are run down. It looks like it's poorly maintained. There are people apparently living there. You can see lights in the windows and whatnot. Um, and you guys... Actually, I'm going to give you that here in a second. I'm going to get you all to make a... A clever check, please. And this one's just simple, so six mm, or over. Uh, six. Five. Five. Okay, so the rest of you are looking, you're like, yeah, it's a village. It looks old. But, oh, gotta remember the name here. Jack sees through that. He sees see the specifics. Code. <laughs> you see the outline. Everyone would see this. I'm going to pop that into general there. Second there. This is my very beautiful drawing. I put a lot of work into it. Um, you see seven <laughs> houses and a circle around a central house, and you have a pretty good feeling that that central house looks a bit nicer, looks a bit bigger, looks a bit better maintained. It would be kind of weird if Krampus didn't live in the nicest home in his village. Especially when I can see a KRA that has been tried to be erased. Absolutely. I was like, I'll write that there, but they should find that out before I finish writing that there. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone would have eventually figured that out anyways, but you, you just know that. And also through your inspection, as you're getting a good look over it, you do see on the main road coming in, you guys didn't take the main road that goes through a whole bunch of different towns. It would have taken you many more days to get here. Um, but you do see a barricade and some, I guess you'd call them guards. They don't look super guardly, but they are standing in front of that barricade. And you also do notice figures every now and again moving through either the around the main ring road that's there or on the outskirts of the town. They seem to be patrolling at this time. Hey there, friends. It's Ruin, and I'm here with Cade. Hi, I'm still Kate. We're just here to say thanks for giving us a shot and uh, listening. 
During our refill, we wanted to take a moment on top of that to say, we've got some social media. You should check it out. Join us in some conversation. And while you're at it, maybe hit that subscribe button. Yeah. If you'd like to take a little bit more time, we would really appreciate it if you could rate and review us on whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. Uh, it helps us immensely with the mystical algorithms created by the elder gods of social media, and uh, it helps us push the show to more people. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun doing this, and we hope you are too, but we'd like it if more people could join us, so go ahead and do those things. We also have an email address. You can shoot us an email at cantripsandcoffee at gmail.com. If you want to maybe suggest your favorite coffee or your favorite tabletop system that we haven't tried out yet, we're always looking for more suggestions and would love to hear some from you. You may have also noticed that we're running out of topics on our side table conversations, so maybe shoot us a question that we could talk about there. As an added bonus, you can also look forward to some contests that we have up and coming. Trust me, they're going to be worth just hitting that little subscribe button. There's also some pretty cool collaborations that we're working on with some uh, some other content creators. It's an exciting time here in the Natural 20, and uh, we want to make it as exciting as we can for you as well. So with that, we're going to jump back into the show. Are these guards old people by any chance? I think you would either have to get closer... Or find a way to see them clearer to get a good feel. They don't look like these are like big burly dudes, but outside of that, you can't tell much else. Gotcha. I was thinking about firing off the distraction spell to get like to draw all of the activity over to the other side from where we are. If we started on the hill there, yep, mm-hmm. and then slip in sneaky like, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what you guys want to go with. Works for me. Um, are you going to be taking the sled in with you? Or are you going to try and leave it off to the side a bit? You won't need it to get down there. You guys can easily cover the ground. In yeah, we're going to leave it so that we're less uh, conspicuous. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so, I I, like- as I said, I, I like the magic being inherent and just kind of functioning. But I would like a clever role to see how powerful of a distraction you create i feel like one of us is gonna have to carry todd through the snow too a five um you managed to candrup you had this idea of this amazing monster standing on the hill and waving its arms and getting the people all scared and getting ready for combat or something what you do manage to make is quite an interesting firework display and at the end of it is just a beautiful little sign that says fuck krampus (laughs) and it seemingly has raged the people as you see them all start coming towards the hill i'm assuming you guys are going to start running away from the space and heading into town yeah Mm -hmm. yeah they are they're far too worried about what's going on there they're you do guys or you do guys you guys do see that they are quite old it's taking them quite a long time Mm. to move through that and you'd imagine that they're probably going to try and find who those hooligans are that are disrupting everybody's sleep um, and you feel that it'll probably take them quite a long time to get back. Their sleep. Guys, what time is it? I mean, this at the, currently it's nighttime. Santa was taking a rest in an early evening. It's taking you guys quite a few hours to get here, so mm. I think this is kind of middle of the night. Mm, all right. Old people would be in bed by like seven, is what I was thinking. So. 
What's the setup? Yeah, it's the boomers, I'm telling you. Yeah. You'd be surprised. A lot of them go to sleep really early, and some of them get insomnia. <laughs> True. I would say right now is about is about midnight, just to pick an All arbitrary right. time. All um right. Yeah, but it seems you guys see a, a, a good horde of people move out. You're not sure that the town is empty, but uh, there's only seven other houses. How many people can live here? You saw about ten people heading out that way. Fair. Um, yeah. So you guys make your way down the hill, sneak past them. They're no wiser. And you come down to the outskirts of the village. You see the houses in a ring. What do you guys want to do? I think make a beeline for Krampus's house in the middle. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no reason to go hurt anybody else. We just eat Krampus's eyeballs. So, yeah, absolutely. If that's what you guys want to do, you make a bolt there, and you. No one seems to be around. It seems to be quiet. If anyone is, they're not paying attention to you. Um, and you you get right up on the house, and it's a very normal house. There's a you know a window or two on most of the walls. There's a main front door, and there does seem to be a back door that doesn't look to be used very much. It's kind of frosted over. Um, yeah. Uh, is it frost? Is the back door frosted over enough that we wouldn't be able to open it? Um, you'd have to give it a, a good try. It doesn't seem like it's probably that much. Like it just looks like he hasn't gone out of it very much. But mm. I would assume there's no reason for it to actually be frozen. I don't think anyone's thrown water on it and yeah, sealed yeah. it up or anything like that. It looks functional, maybe hey. noisy and unkept. But outside of that, hmm. you guys like back door? Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering if we want to like cause another distraction to get somebody to run out of this house you know like well i kind of had a plan here. for the distraction in the house but i'm not opposed okay. to doing another one no no that's okay let's just do it let's go in let's go inside the house yeah. okay can we so, get in is there like a convenient fox and hare door no no it seems to be that it's just human doors and windows around but there is an unseen hand. <laughs> hey, I was already on top of this one. You didn't even give me a second to let them finish narrating. All right. Yeah. Obviously, unseen hand is going to try to. T- what, what would we do without Todd? Okay. Unseen hand. Slap that door open. Absolutely. Um, I would like a. What are we going for here? A sly check. Oh, and this oh, one, I'm not going to yeah. set a specific rating. This is just to see what your outcome is. A seven. A seven. You open it, and you're you're you hear some creaking, but you manage to go slow to keep it pretty mild. You're not really sure, but you don't imagine anyone has heard you. You don't get any sort of major ruckus or movement. No one seems to be reacting to you opening the door. Nice. Yeah, you guys. I'm assuming walk in. It'd be really weird if you didn't. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So you guys sneak in. Are you going to close the door behind you? Leave it open? Ooh. Can we close it gently? We don't want to be trapped, but also if they start searching the village, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah. Plus, like, if the breeze catches it and it, like, slams closed, then there's goes all stealth that we had. I think we try to close it gently behind us. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good, yeah. You, uh, I'm going to need another slide check then, please and thank you. Okay, you can do it. Uh, also a seven. Yeah, you make no more noise than you had originally when you opened it. 
you latch it, you hear a little click, and yeah, everything's closed up. As you guys turn around and you see what is probably bigger than the shack gave you an idea of. The shack was outside enough for someone to live in, but you didn't think there would be much more room than like a bed and a small table. But it is a quite expansive, nothing major, still a single floor, single room shack. Pretty well furnished with a whole bunch of items. I am going to throw some pictures in the chat for you guys. Oh, yes, I stole these from prepped. iSpy Books. Oh, um, man, blast from oh, the past. Some of these yeah. I remember. Oh. <laughs> um, and so these are just the general things you guys see on the wall. There's a bookcase full of all different types of books. They seem to be in a lot of languages you guys don't know. There's some, some English and whatnot spread throughout there, but some old languages, maybe even some dead languages. Some old art, a rickety old um, grandfather clock that is slowly ticking away, but has a little bit of a squeak to it as if it hasn't been um, oiled in a while. There's a nice fire running. You see, you know, a little kitchen space. It's nothing fancy. You know, all the normal utensils and whatnot in there. And in the center of the room, you see a nicely made bed and laying in there, seemingly sound asleep. Almost cute looking, if not for the giant horns and horrific face that he has, is Krampus snuggled in bed with his blankets all held up tight to his neck. Let alone what he looks like, like lying there, but like based off of his house, Krampus is one creepy motherfucker. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nothing normal is in here. You'd imagine his decorator came from like, you know, ancient Victorian time and they didn't have any other idea other than dark and dingy. They were like, I don't know, Memento Mori, just, you know, give me a call when you want to change. And then they died. There is a weird collection of children's toys. You're not really sure why, but you assume that he's probably pilfered them from all of the kids that he has trapped and kept into his torturous world for not being good little boys and good little girls during Christmas. Maybe souvenirs or something. Oh, what if they were all the toys that the old people never got, and that's why they're cranky, and, like, Krampus is actually a really good dude. How would he be a good dude keeping their toys away from them? Well, no, he's going to give them to them eventually. Oh, he just wants to be Santa. It's a competition (laughs) thing. He was waiting to give these people who seemingly have built whole lives in this village with him and probably worship him because they were defending him while he slept. So maybe when they retire, they get the present because that would be pretty... They'd probably shed a little tear. He he realized that if he gave them the toys, they would leave him forever. I mean, you wouldn't... That's what you would assume. There's nobody else here. Like, this is maybe 1% the size of Santa's village. Clearly, few people think at all, maybe even, of Krampus at this day and age. So... I don't know, do we just kill him? Or? I was just thinking, like, you're just sneaking in, like, pluck out his eyeballs? Or so like, my, my plan was a little bit of poetic justice, kind of. I was going to use the distraction spell to, like, could I make, like, a like an image of Santa, like a, like a hologram-type situation? Like, he didn't actually kill him, so that he's all distracted and, like, oh, my God, like, I didn't finish the job, and then I, like, just bite his throat out. I mean, you could definitely try. I think the one thing that I would say is that a fox doesn't really have the capability of killing a human in a single bite to the throat. Like, you could hurt him. He would definitely start bleeding and potentially in a couple of minutes bleed out from the wounds if you get some major veins. But 
I don't think you'd be looking at the most instant kill at that moment. Okay, well, we've got a we got a full bottle of schnapps here. Uh, How do we incorporate that? You will have the whole. We get real liquored. You have the whole place at your disposal at this current time. Whatever Mm -hmm. is on those walls, you can try and figure out how to use. We could build a Molotov. You do want his eyes? I mean, you don't have to take them. So, is there something high above the bed? Like a shelf, a tall shelf, something? He is, a chandelier. He is in the center of a room, but yeah, there is uh, okay. some amount of a chandelier-y thing. It's nothing fancy, it's nothing ornate. It holds, you know, five or six candles to cast as much light as it can. Well, I was just thinking if we get high high up, like high enough above him to drop the full bottle of schnapps onto his head. <laughs> I don't know if that actually would have enough force. I mean, now that I think about it, it's fairly cartoonish. <laughs> He would probably be about as knocked out as he currently is if you dropped a bottle of schnapps on him. I mean, we're woodland animals. It's already pretty cartoonish. I say we drop the chandelier on him. Throw the bottle of schnapps into the fire and have the place burn down. Then we lose his eyes. Oh, we need the eye. Yeah, we need the eye. Damn it, the eyes. Is there a way that we could lure him with the schnapps? Is he snoring? Um, I don't. I I don't see why he wouldn't. I don't think it's in a super aggressive <laughs> snore, but he is there, laying, sleeping, and there is a bit of a is his some mouth slightly agape. <laughs> I would say he's a bit of a mouth breather when he's sleeping. I think that's fair. Could I climb in and lodge myself into his throat? <laughs> 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 I think you're probably too big to do that. You are a full size Arctic hare, but you could try. Something smaller Todd, might work a bit better. But Todd could give it a shot. Here's the thing Todd is like, his spirit animal is Patrick Starr. So he's going to do it if you tell him. I mean, all right. Go for it, buddy. That, okay. That's the move? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Let's go for it. Um, Whatever a whatever sneak? a real size of a wood frog is, we're going to ignore that and say that you seem to be, as far as you guys can eyeball it, the perfect size to maybe even struggle a bit to cram yourself in his mouth. He will have a very, very full mouth if you get in there. If you know um, what I mean. I think that this... When you're a toad, everything's a tongue thing. (laughs) 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 So yeah, I think that this is quite a complex thing. I think it would need to be broken down into a few things. First of all, you need to cross the room and get to him without making any major noises. You'd imagine this is a pretty squeaky floor. Um, So let's start there, if that's what you're going for. Uh, Let's give a... a, Just this is simple. Yeah. That'll that'll more than cover die after this. on your qu- on your uh, sly there. Um, so yeah, you managed to sneak up to the bed, no issue. You now need to sneak onto the bed. Um, so another sly, and that I think is a little bit harder. I don't think he is ten. Oh yeah, whatever I was gonna pick wasn't gonna matter. You beat everything. So yeah, you move with a grace that you clearly didn't know you had. You got locked in a cabinet, so everyone's kind of marvelled by it. But you. 
pull like the whole cronk from Emperor's New Groove. And you like slowly work your way up and you're like everywhere. You pop behind a building, you pop behind a cart. You don't know where that cart came from. It's not there anymore. You're up on the bed and you're standing there on his chest, looking at his mouth, ready to make that move to dive in. And I think, He's going butt first. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I would hope so, or else you're gonna yeah. suffocate too. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. and I think that that is a quick roll, and this one is definitely dangerous. Oh, how about a 10? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to... I couldn't pick a rating that would stop you. He, he dives butt first, and then as soon as he lands it, he's going to start talking. Like, hey, guys, look, I'm Krampus. <laughs> and he's just like, like flapping the mouth up and down. Wood frogs are poisonous. <laughs> well, there we yes. go. Now um, it does say poisonous. It does say that they pose no threats to human if touched. But I would wager that being lodged inside someone's throat is a great deal more effective than skin to skin contact. And I definitely just farted. Create a mild toxin. Not to mention you're nervous, so you're secreting more toxins because you're sweating. <laughs> Do you need me to use my tongue? Like, is this a tongue thing? Everything's a tongue thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start flapping the tongue out of the ow, ow, ow. <laughs> I think the poison is secondary to the suffocation. Um, yeah. As far as I see, it's a mild toxin. It's definitely not going to make him happy. I don't think it on its own side would kill him. But I Would it make his throat swell? Yeah, I think he would <laughs> have some localized swelling. I think he would be obviously freaking out way more. This would be much more panic. His mouth would not feel comfortable in this moment. First of all, from there being a frog in there, but yeah. whatever these excretions are, absolutely. I think that this is much more likely. So, the way this game if works... If he goes to dislodge me, I'm just going to use unseen hand to slap it away. Can Cuddles and I hold down his arms so he can't, like, try to pull you, pull him out? I mean, you guys could try, but I can't imagine that a full-grown man could not move yeah. a hare and a fox. You guys, I mean, a fox maybe weighs 20 pounds. Hmm. And but he still wouldn't less. be able to, like, grab me, you know, because he's got a fox and a hair Again, on his I have hands. Very yeah, if you're, if you're yeah, goal yeah, if like, you just start, like, gnawing through his wrists. Uh. Yeah, so your, your goal is to not hold his arms down, but to just take up his hands yes, and fight on to them. to busy him, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've had a change recently where Cade is now the murder hobo. Yeah. <laughs> Our whole objective is this is to steal a man's eyes. Like, this game is the murder hobo game. It's yeah. as simple as that. It's the whole goal. It um, is literally yeah. called the murder RPG. I'm just saying it happened in Pulp Cthulhu as well. Spoilers, we this it. is coming out before that. <laughs> oh no. Cade now walks foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with you guys trying to hold his hands he does awaken in that second of the frog going in you guys do manage to have that sp you're i would assume you're kind of already on him i'm gonna need you guys to make i would say fierce. quick oh fierce yeah fierce is definitely the right way i'll need you each to make a fierce check and you are trying to take up his hands and not be tossed away so I think that that is a challenging task. I think you need an eight or higher. To Are you sure it's not occupied. quick? I'm sure. <laughs> you said Fear quick first. Right. You right. are biting him and trying to like claw onto staying onto his arm. I only rolled a four. I got an eight. Yeah. So one. He's on his dominant hand. 
Yeah. Who knows what his dominant hand is, but it's that hand. Um, yeah. So you, you manage to just stay latched on and you're, you're biting and, and, and going after it. I would say that this was dangerous, so I am sorry. Yeah, um, that's fine. No, you're, yeah, I guess you're fine because you succeeded. It's only yeah. failed, but... I'll take a Jack danger point. does take a danger as he is tossed to the side, smashes off the wall. He's not any really worse for the wear, but he's a bit stunned at the moment. Um, and so as Krappus is panicking, he looks at his one hand. He can't breathe. He's freaking out. He goes with his other hand to try and pull the frog out. Um, mm, unseen hand. Absolutely. So the way Can this I game... quickly run back to, to like just like oh you threw me yeah, and then run back and like get him again. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go. Um, so we'll just break this down for a second. We've got one guy fighting off. You want to get back and take over his hand before he tries to take yeah. the toad out of his mouth. Because I'm fast. I'm already. I think that is a quick roll, and I think that that is difficult. You're trying to cross the room in the span of him moving his arm to his mouth. Uh, nine. Yep. That's what a difficult is. So you do manage to get there and get on his hand again. Um, he is going to try and fling you off. Um, that was the one thing I was going to say, is that this game does not ever make the enemies roll. The enemies always make you roll. Hmm. So as you go for his hand, I'm going to need another uh, fierce check to see whether you can get on him again. Fuck's sake, three. Inner Monty Python <laughs> rabbit, let's go. Three. <laughs> um, so that was another dangerous task, so you take another danger, and you are thrown across the room, and you are now too stunned and preoccupied to be much more use in this immediate scene of everyone trying to smother right. with a toad. <laughs> um, so you are going with your unseen hand to try and smack it away. I believe that that would be a fierce role, in my opinion, of that use of unseen hand. And you are just, like, smacking off a hand. I think that's reasonable. I think that that is a basic challenge. So a seven or more for ruin. Sorry, of which one? Uh, fierce. I feel the hand is trying to fight his hand. Oh, uh, six. Yeah, so you go and you try to bat him away, and he just pushes your unseen hand out of the way. He wonders, what was that in the way? And he goes to grab you, and as he goes to grab you, I am going to get you to make a quick check, because that's outpaced. That's exactly what I was going to try. So I think you're going to try and, like, put your arms out and lock yourself into his mouth as much as he can, and, like, duck and weave in whatever way you can. Burrow backwards. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I would say that Fairly Ooh. easy to pull something out of your mouth, so I think that's a challenging difficulty in eight or That's high. a, a uh, t- 12 oh. with a nat 10. Nice. Absolutely. As he's going, you you start to feel him. He's getting a little slower. He's This has been now probably, I would say, like a, a couple of seconds, like more than a couple seconds. This is half a minute to a minute. He's getting a little worked up from there. He just got woken up from his sleep and hasn't been able to take a clear breath. He's clearly panicked, and as he goes, he just can't seem to get a grab on you. And so he is, I use uh Todd uses his tongue to wrap up his tongue and pull it backwards. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that that will give you a bonus on any check that might come here in a second. Yes. Um as he goes, he's panicking, he's trying to think of whatever he can do. He goes and he makes a move to beat the fox on his one hand into the side table beside him to knock him off. I'm going to need a I think that's just another fierce check. You're just trying to stay on him as he's I don't want to use what I was going to say there as he's trying to knock you off of his hand. Um, 
I think that this would be fairly difficult. You do have a grown man smashing you into a table, so I would think that that would be a nine or higher to succeed on holding him. Uh, Jody. Three. Three. Okay, so he does manage to slap you off there, and you are laying on the side table. Your little wind knocked out of you a bit. Um, so that would be an increase to your danger. And after that's happened, he is going to run towards the kitchen area, and he's going to grab a knife, and he is going to line it up at the frog. And he's going to make a move to jam it into his mouth, which might not be the best move, but I guess you could go for an emergency tracheotomy, but no one does that to themselves. That's just insane. You're just asking to die. Um, so I would say with a bonus of plus two for locking yourself down on his tongue, I think you would need mm. to... How would a frog respond to a knife? Is it clever? Is it fierce? Is it sly? I feel like quick is probably the most applicable. Yeah, Yeah, I could also see it being sly, but... Yeah. I think quick is good. Yeah, I think you're just trying to like again duck and weave and stay out of as much of the knife's he's path gonna, as you can. Yeah, he's gonna take a hand and slap his uvula just to shock him. Absolutely, choke on his own. Uh, puke. And an eleven. Oh, absolutely. As he's going and he lines up the knife, he manages to get one kind of stab, but you can tell that he's very nervous and unsure about what he's doing, and so he only barely pokes you. You manage to move your body in the right direction where it's absolutely not a problem to you whatsoever. And as he pulls back to go for the one more. He just falls backwards onto his back, slamming his head on a bedside table that's beside him, and blood <laughs> is everywhere. It is just pooling does, out from around him. And he does the force of still. it just like shoot me out like a like a, a cork? Absolutely. You hear this beautiful. I'm not. I don't think it'll come up, but <laughs> ah, yeah, that wasn't good. But you hear a nice uh, little pop that. noise as you fly out of his mouth and manage to just perfectly grab like a shelf as you're coming by you catch yourself so you don't slam on the wall and you're just hanging there looking at your work <laughs> highly proud of how somehow killing a person by shoving a toad in their throat <laughs> <laughs> works every time yeah i mean it's the perfect plan it was a tongue thing but you're a toad <laughs> everything's a tongue thing mm -hmm. um so yeah krampus is laying there dead you are all a little worse for wear but overall not too bad I'm going to go for the eye. Get them both. Yeah. How are you going to attempt to extract said eye? With my claws. No. That seems fair. <laughs> so. Ooh, no, no, no. <laughs> grab, the, grab the schnapps bottle. We'll break it. And then we'll carve. Nature gave me <laughs> knives on my hands. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So are you going to, like, try and, like, carve his eyelids away and, like, give yourself just a nice open space to get in there? Sure. I'm a predator. I'm sure that I've taken a couple organs out in my day. Yeah. I think this is something that is within your wheelhouse. I do think you still need... I, I feel like this would fall under quick. It's kind of your dexterity, so you don't sure. mulch the eyes. Um, I think a, a, a basic challenge for that, you're, he's laying there still. Kay. You have all the time in the world. So over a seven. So I rolled a three, and then I rolled a ten. So the first eye is is a no-go. I would say with that, you do manage to get... You don't know how much of an eye you need. Like, you have <laughs> you have what is an eye. It's smushed. It's missing some juices. It's it's No one would use it for a transplant, but... It's true, but if you're putting it in, like, still a an stew, eye. it's, like, the What's same a, thing. Yeah. One's a raisin, and one's a grape. Yeah, Scrambled one, eggs. How many boards of the ship can you replace before it's a different ship? 
Um, but yeah, you you manage to get one beautifully extracted eye and one where you're like, don't worry about that, guys. Who who even knows we need two? Like we we just know we need an eye. Um, and so now I really look like the fox in the uh, the manual. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You your paws are just right up to the elbow in blood. You somewhere along the lines decided you wanted to go in for a taste or a lick or something because you've got blood on your face, even though it didn't really splash in this scenario. Um, and yeah, it's it's quite the mess that is in front of you. If someone were to walk in, they're probably not going to be happy about how their leader is looking. But well, luckily currently, it no been one quiet comes in. because his throat was all jammed up. Yeah, yeah there was a, there was a little bit of smashing, but as far as you guys would tell, those people still probably hadn't even gotten back into town with how quickly you got in here and murked him. Yeah. So they went for are... a nice light soup supper. <laughs> So you guys are sitting there in a room. Some okay. of you covered in blood. How would you like to proceed? Well, we gotta get the eyes back to Santa. Yeah, absolutely. Because somehow magic, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> would the schnapps keep it? Like, is it like... I'm just trying to find a way to use the schnapps, guys. I, mean, I feel like I mean, the whole thing... Schnapps is... <laughs> it's what? Like 35%? 40%? I'm just going to say minty. we don't move yeah. transplanted organs in bottles of alcohol. We usually <laughs> move them in something that you guys might have an abundant amount of outside. Have you tried? He's got they, a point. That's a good point, and we don't know if it's better or not. We're also not moving it a long distance. No. I mean, cold does wonders on preserving. All right, you're right. We have snow. We drink the snow. I'm just going to drink the snow. And then we put I, like the snow in the bottle. And then we'll put the eyes in the bottle. I vote we don't drink it because th- we're tiny. The alcohol poisoning will kill us. Like, <laughs> okay, fine. Your blood alcohol content is forty percent. Yes. Here's your tribute. <laughs> no, he comes back to life, and like <laughs> now we're all warlocks. <laughs> I'm good with it. Krampus is our patron. Screw you, Santa. He was cooler anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys managed to dump out the bottle. Obviously, very easy. You pop them in there. You see a little bit of frost around the window. You scrape some in there to get a little bit of start to some cold. And when you get outside, you'll be able to easily pack it full of some more snow. Give you that extra preservation. But you guys walk up and see you have closed the door you came in. And... Todd. <laughs> You just need a an unseen hand. Is that? I, I feel like there's something more ominous about that. No, I, no. he's going to use it. Yeah, I don't it know. Just, that, it just that, increases that your danger in your voice. No, I mean you'll have to see. I mean you open the door and it's outside. You don't really need to be worried about being stealthy. You're not going to wake Krampus up now. All right, I open the door. I mean, if you want to be stealthy, you still can be. What's your danger at? <laughs> it should be like five by now, right? I think it's a. Oh yeah, well it'd be a four. Yeah, a four. And then because it went down by one. Oh, it didn't go Pardon down me? by one. It just stayed net zero. Yeah, originally. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then I just failed this last one, which put it up because it wasn't. I didn't fail by under my danger limit. Um, it's not failing under your danger limit. It's just if you fail at all, you take a danger. And if you're underneath yeah. your danger limit, then something bad happens. But 
Yeah, so I, f- I passed a couple times, and I failed a couple times, so I think I'm at a four. Yeah, I don't think passing just inherently in, like, those situations gets you a one back. But yeah, four. Sounds good. Um, Is that four Oh, you're right. You know, you're right. You're you're use. totally right, because magic is automatically dangerous. You're right. Yeah. So it would be... Well, I just used it again, right? So it'd yep. be a six. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Solid. So yeah, you open the door, and you don't see anybody. You guys are... You see the village as it was when you came in. Okay, make a run for the sleigh. Yep. I'm not sticking around to question it. Let's get the hell out of here. Look. <laughs> that that's what you guys want to do, just mad dash running out there. Mm-hmm. Once we yeah. get in the sleigh, we just fly away. Okay, so as you guys start running out towards the sleigh, the old people are very slow. They are just coming back. Um, so I'm going to need a sly check out of all of you to see whether they spot you as you guys are running by. Um, and and plus one to the fox and hare because they naturally blend in. Four under my six. That just put me to a six. Uh, seven. Seven. Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't know what rating. They're old. I would say that probably even a six would be enough. But we did have one poor toad who was spotted along the run. Um, and let's see. So that's a failure under your danger. He's trapped in the snow. Clearly, they spot him, and they are making a beeline for the toad. As far as you guys can tell, though, they have yet to have noticed the fox or the hare. What would you like to do? Can I grab him? Because I'm fast, and he's tiny. Could he, like, jump on my back as I run? Oh, absolutely. He definitely could. Um... And They're gonna think you're the fastest fucking frog. Like, um, <laughs> I would also use the distraction spell again. That is. Fair. I was gonna say I could also use unseen hand to trip one of them. Just throw snow up in the air. And <laughs> so the way I would break this down is as you grab um, the toad, I would imagine that they would then be fairly able to see the hair at that point. I think the fox would still be elusive to them um but as you said you wanted to throw out a nice big distract there um so give me a roll of a clever roll again to see what your distraction would come out as uh seven a seven um okay how would they respond to that because i would have assumed that they knew to be keeping i feel like krampus would understand that familiars were coming to take his eyes but would he i don't know so I don't know how much they're really hunting down animals. I'm just going to make my own roll to see how much they knew about you guys. Okay. Oh, they didn't know nothing. Apparently Krampus doesn't tell them a whole lot. Um, so as your distraction goes up, it's just a beautiful sign that says, Ha ha, we killed him. Krampus is dead. And you see a whole bunch of them are like, what? They don't know what to do. And probably a good majority of them, I would say six of the ten break off towards the village and the other four are keeping towards the toad and the fox they seem to be or the toad and the hare they're very focused on you guys so you can make a your final bolt for it away from them if you guys want i think that'd be a quick roll but if you got anything else you want to try go for it no, that's uh six eight yeah you guys six. managed yeah well you don't really need to roll because you're running with me. Be. Yeah, you're already yeah but I rolled right. equal to my danger. So if I don't need to roll, we're good. Yeah, I don't think you would need to roll in this specific right. circumstance. Um, I would say that you probably would have incurred another danger from your last failure under the danger. So you would be at seven at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys, they're old. They're slow. 
You just blow right past them. They try and keep up, but there isn't no, really any capability. And as you guys crest the hill, oh, I just want to make this tough for you guys. I don't want the sleigh to be there. I really don't, but I can't find a great explanation of why it wouldn't. Like, why would they leave you guys there? They're not that kind of rude. So as you guys run up, you do kind of not see it for a second, and then you quickly look over to the left a little bit, and they're just standing there. Don't know why they moved. They just decided to move like 10 feet in the other direction, and you guys hop on and give them the old ya, and you guys take off towards the um, back to your guys' village. It's, it's a fairly easy ride at this time. You guys are just kind of consumed by your success. You were reveling in it. You're like, yes, we are getting Santa back. This is the time. And the deer are a little confused. They thought you were doing some dry cleaning and they don't see a dry cleaning bag, but whatever. Like, who are they? They're not here to ask questions. They keep on rolling. And as you guys... more blood now. (laughs) (laughs) They thought you must have spread the paint on yourself. You a messy job. Um, But yeah, as you guys are riding back, you are a little bit distracted with your revelry and you don't notice the fact that you guys have kind of come into an ambush and the deer or the reindeer suddenly stop and standing in front of them is a group of wolves that slowly kind of circle around you guys there's probably i would say a pack of about it's an eight i'm going with eight that's the number i want to go with and one steps forward and these are some pretty sickly looking wolves they look pretty skinny they probably haven't eaten in a while and they're not maybe as threatening as they would if they had had a better meal before but the one walks forward, and he's a little shaky, and gives out a little... <coughs> <coughs> this is our territory. So casually, though, you walk through it as if you do not know this. It is strange. We, we believed all knew that this land belonged to us. Few walk through it, mostly probably because of our toll, which might be why we're a little hungry, but it will be in our favor tonight. We ask one simple small thing for you as our toll. One of you must stay as our supper. Todd's going to step forward and be like, I will do it on one, one request. You must swallow me whole. I mean, you are a morsel. I was hoping for something bigger, but I guess you've gotten me in a loophole of what I asked. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, that that will be fine. Your friends may go. I will have I'm gonna, my meal. And all the other gonna, ones seem to be a little worked up about it, but he's the alpha still. Neither well, of them will bark. We wish to Todd. wait to say goodbye to our friend Todd. <laughs> it is tradition in our culture to not let us do so would be insensitive and possibly racist. <laughs> I was also going to say, like, uh, how about we just tip him off to this village full of old helpless people down the road also there is a village of old helpless people down the road (laughs) if you let our friend Todd go we will make sure that you are still on the nice list should you eat them um you see him thinking that is a little weird you got your buddy just said he was willing to be eaten and now you guys are trying to come up with an excuse he seems to be a little unsure of what you guys are saying. I think that that would be, since he's so skeptical, it would be a challenging role, so an eight or higher of a clever 
or Sly. Take whatever your guy's better at to convince. I could I could him. do Sly with a plus three. Nine Sly. I would say that the toad is not part of this convincing <laughs> as he has already offered himself up to be eaten. So it would yeah. be either the, uh, the fox and the hare trying to. Yeah. I rolled a nine on Sly. I mean, you guys do seem like straight shooters. I've never been lied to by a hare before. And you get all these, like, cutbacks of all these moments where a hare has been definitely lying to him, but clearly he just does not know. <laughs> They're like, yeah, just go over there. There's tons of food. Don't eat me and my family. Don't worry about it. There's, like, a poor, sickly hare family over there. And he's like, yeah, everyone's straight shooter. This seems to be I get there at the bad time. Like, everyone thinks already gone. So he... He's he's for it. He and his pack. I really hope that off. one of those like cutbacks is just a hair being like, "No, man, I totally beat that tortoise." Like, <laughs> right. It's like, of course you did. Come on, look at you, man. Like, how would it not be? Like, you're so much faster. Um, but yeah, they they take off, and as you guys are riding away, you maybe think kind of over on the wind. You hear maybe a few screams, and then in a cutback. It is a bloodbath. Those old people were not ready for this. They were already panicking. They were all around their, what maybe even is their god to them, panicking and crying and freaking out. And those wolves had the best meal, the tastiest (laughs) meal. They were just waiting. It's a little tough. It's a little gristly. But honestly, these guys haven't eaten in weeks, so this might as well be gourmet. Um, They have just a wonderful Christmas feast. Just the best way to spend Christmas Eve, in my opinion. Um, and you guys take off towards the village again, and there doesn't seem to be any major imp- imp- the impediment along your way. You get to the village, you see the elves still panicking. Some have now have a giant mountain of toys behind them. They clearly haven't stopped since they found out. You do feel it's notably less, and you do see quite a few tracks going out in all different directions. You don't really know what's going to happen to those elves, but... Hey, that's above your pay grade. Sure. Those wolves are less hungry, <laughs> but uh, a little bit stronger. Yeah, that's not good for those random wandering elves, but again, they'll figure that out. I mean, I think you guys are going to put the eyes in Santa. I can't really think of what else yeah. you'd be doing at this point. Yep. You'll drop off the deer. They, you know, they're sitting as you guys walk away. They're you're welcome. Like, you know, they're just angry that they wouldn't have gotten a thank you for this work. But, I mean, that's kind of their job. Yeah. Um, and you guys walk into... Shut the- up, Donna. Rudolph is better. <laughs> and he sits there and he really thinks about it. And you can see that's actually a touch point for him. He's like, I know. I always wanted my nose to glow. <laughs> I don't know how he managed to get it. That's why he has always been the starter of picking on poor Rudolph. He just wishes he was special. He just wants Santa to notice him. Kid never gets to go on a trip And then all of a sudden he's at the front Come on I could see through that snow I don't know what you're talking about That weather's fine Uh, My Santa went to deliver toys three years ago And never came home Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah you guys walk back into space Santa still laying there Looking peaceful Covered in his own blood What do you guys want to do? There is something you're not entirely sure of. You have not been given the definition of what to do with the eyes. Mm-hmm. You've just been told if you get the eyes, he'll come back to life. And you don't think it's probably that simple. Take him and put him in the stab wound. <laughs> Where's Steve? I mean, you can go find him if you want to try. I feel like 
That will take a bit of work to find Steve. Steve's useless as shit, but... <laughs> I mean, he didn't have the magic to speak with you guys, so I don't know how well-versed he would be on bringing back his, you know, saint through doing something with eyes. I mean, Santa's got to have a doctor here, right? Like, there's clearly not, like, health insurance, so he's got to get, like, a doctor on staff who charges out the butt, probably in candy canes or glitter or some shit. Um, yeah, as far as you do know, there is a doctor. He's just like Steve, does not have a very interesting <sighs> name. He is Doc. Um, you do know where to go find him if you want to go and try and at least see if he's in his office at this time. I've, it's an option. I vote we take the eyes and we put them in the stab wound. But what if he reanimates and sees out of his stomach or heart? But he already has eyes. Like, his eyes are fine. His uh, eyes are currently fine. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with them. I don't think we need to, like, pluck out his eyes and put in the other eyes. I feel like that's just, like, cruel and unusual punishment. Desecrating right, a corpse is a felony. Try it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, we, we pluck him back out. <laughs> We're talking about this and cuddles is over there's like, yeah! <laughs> um, so, there is still the giant knife sticking out of his chest. Would you like we to take the it? knife like out? Leave it in? Okay. He's already dead. We don't need to worry. I know, like, when someone is impaled, you shouldn't remove it. He's dead already. It doesn't make a difference yeah. at this point. There's no issue there. <laughs> Todd Problem. takes out the knife with his tongue and just starts like waving it around. That is way too big of a knife for any of you guys to pull out with your work paws together. and tongue. Everything is a tongue thing. What about unseen hand? I mean, a hand put it in there. It would make sense that a hand would take it out. What happens it, if I'm your danger gonna... hits ten? I would, think, <laughs> I would like to point out the rules say that running away removes a danger. So I feel like I should still be at seven because we lost one from the old people. We might have also lost one from the wolves. You did so run away I, from your problem. I don't think you solved the problem of the wolves, so I do think you can get one away for... Fine. Um, I'd like it to be people. known that that was a plausible solution. How would you play this game without unseen hand? It's like, like oh, this no. is why humans are the dominant species. Because all of our problems is like, ah, we just had thumbs. We can yeah. literally just solve it. <laughs> all right, unseen hand that knife out, and yeah. uh yeah. You pull it out smoothly. Um I feel that this is I know it's just shoving eyes in there, but I feel that this would be a group effort. Obviously placing the eyes, one of you could do but I would imagine just the liquidy one. I'm just picturing guys... the most morbid version of when everyone puts their hands on the basketball in Space Jam. <laughs> like... <laughs> Absolutely, you guys need to, to put some soul in it. And as your paws all touch the it, secret stuff. <laughs> Steve pokes his head in there. And he's like, "Oh, what are you guys? Oh, none of my business." And he turns around and he just heads back to the village. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna need everyone to make. I think use whatever your ability you think your guy has the most. So probably your highest bonus. And I would like a... I think this is a difficult rating. So I'm going to Do you want you. us to justify why we're doing what we're doing? I mean, if you want to. I think that's the beauty of role-playing is you guys should role-play what you do. But that's up to you. <laughs> okay. I, got, I have it. But they have to go first. Okay. So I rolled a nine using quick. <laughs> now, what quick is listed as is 
outpace, climb, or evade. We are trying to outpace death. <laughs> Ergo, it is the obvious choice. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that you are putting all of your speed into this, probably tapping that eyeball like a hundred times a second. Yeah. Making sure it's real yeah. set in there. Absolutely. She's going to make us do all of this and it's not going to do shit. Like, this is the totally wrong path, but we're going to spend 20 minutes doing this. Like. That would be great. Um, you, you you don't know, but you feel you have imparted what you have to give to this ritual. Who's next? Jody, you're up. Are we removing the knife or we're now doing the we're putting the ball in the hole okay. the eyeballs have been set in the chest you <laughs> three point more or less creating a very impromptu magical ritual to put all of your magical force into yeah. what you believe will be bringing him back we're space jamming this so yeah so oh. any any of your choice of uh, ability so clever fierce sly or quick and you have to roll over a nine or oh. equal it's gonna go clever for a 12 nice, nice. yeah you you are certain that that eyeball has not been placed any better than it possibly can. That is perfectly in the center of the knife wound. It is equidistant from both of his nipples. It is perfectly placed for this ritual, as far as you know. So, Todd got a 10. And uh, he is going to use his uh, sly... Because he knows that it kind of weirds people out how much he uses his tongue. Because, like, you know, everything is a tongue thing. <laughs> so he just, like, sneakily gets it in there and pushes it just when they're not looking. And for a second, he's pretty sure Cuddles is like, oh, what is that? And then he's just like, oh, it's a lung. It's a lung. <laughs> Absolutely. So you guys are putting all you have into this. And as you're dumping, you just feel a little twitch underneath your hands. Santa gives another little wiggle, and suddenly he sits up screaming, just, ah! and I need you all to make a quick check for me, please, and thank you, and this one, I just want to be rude, so I'm making it near impossible, 10 or higher. I only rolled a 6. 12. And unfortunately, ah! I tied my danger. <laughs> See, my plan was to destroy the toad here but turns out he's the quickest guy in the bunch the two of you are thrown off no major issue you bounce off the floor you're a little rattled but nothing major but unluckily for whatever reason that knife was standing straight up in the air almost magically or something as if this is Krampus's final revenge and as the poor hair is flung off from it he manages to lose one of his lucky feet it slices it right <laughs> off and he is now a poor three-legged hare. <sighs> can it be one of my front ones at least? I mean, it can be whatever one you want it to be. We're going with front left. That's fair. That's the least luckiest paw yeah. as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. It's the devil's paw. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, left-handed people used to be sign of the devil, so it yeah. makes sense that a left-handed hare... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Man, history is wild. As Santa is sitting up, freaking out, giant wound in his chest with an eyeball sticking out of it. He is absolutely confused. He has no idea what is going on. And he instantly goes up, opens up his cabinet, grabs his lockbox, 
twists it open, and it is empty. Todd's gonna melt it out like. <laughs> and yeah, as oh, we used to have it. We used it. Yeah, Damn we it. used it for snow or for snow. And one solitary tear rolls down Santa's eye, and he goes off to do his work. The end. And all the presents were well sent to the kids. There was a little bit of blood on them, but whatever. They didn't notice. Most of the wrapping was red anyways. And it seems to be just another Christmas. Well done. Yes. The (laughs) end. That is the end of the end, the end, the end of The Witch is Dead. That was quite fun. That was a lot of fun. But can I, can I, uh, I'm going to bring this back to um, our... Side table number eight, which is the one we opened this episode talking about. And uh, we talked in it about how doing creatures as characters who are not anthropomorphic, not human-like, was difficult. And I think this actually proved it to me. Because trying to figure (laughs) out what the hell a toad could do was bullshit. It's all in that, like, we used unseen hand for everything. It's like, man, do you have a thumb? It's like, all your problems are solved. Yeah. yeah, to anyone running this system that wants to make it harder on their players, don't give them unseen hand. Just not yeah. yeah. <laughs> Change it out for like uh, fire or something, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, they have that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a million little know. fun ideas of head oh, magic yeah. I think we could all come up with. I like a little bit, like maybe something to do with ice or freezing. Simple, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Arctic when yep. you just have to wait 20 minutes. Yeah, I do agree with you on your point that this proves how non-anthropomorphic animals would be an issue. Absolutely. But it's fun. I would say. Honestly, it was fun. Though. I don't really yeah. see it as an issue so much. It's just yeah. I think require yeah. unique planning. Yeah, unique yeah. planning or in a certain sense, I feel like if we were playing a full-on system where you were, I wouldn't think you would be the equivalent of a toad. I feel like you would be the equivalent of a intelligent toad and you'd hopefully have some sort of solution around that and you might have robot arms if you didn't have normal hands. Yeah. It was it was still a ton of fun and oh, trying absolutely. to figure out like how to work past that. Brilliant. Yeah, I think this is a great little system. I would say that this is probably the one I've liked the most. It has the most written out to allow it to be still ran pretty simple without someone having to be like figure it out. Like Dadlands I actually had to come up with my own combat system for, it, which was very simple and very lo- loose. It wasn't anything crazy, but this one, I was going to do a little bit of combat with the wolves if you guys did and all I would did was give them two or three hits each and if you mm. hit them that was that, right? And that would simply have been done with a fierce attack. Um, cool. Yeah, it's a it's a great system, I think. I'd say it's my favorite yeah. one page so far, but that's just <laughs> me. It was a ton of fun, but with that, guys, uh, thank you so much, Jaden. This has been our Christmas holiday special. Uh, to everyone out there who's been listening to us for the past year and this past season, thank you so much. Enjoy your time with your family. Or if that's not your thing, enjoy doing whatever the heck you feel like because <laughs> that's being an autonomous human. And But whatever you're doing, be safe, uh, be kind, and we will see you in the new year. Or you'll listen to us, whatever. Anyways, with that, I'm out of coffee, and that means it's time.